0: Hey y'all, uh, my name is Aiden um, and today I'm going to talk to you um, about what it looks like to live out your faith and experience God. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I just graduated from Northview High School and I'm going to be an upcoming freshman at Georgia College next semester. And I really hope today I'm just able to encourage you and allow you um, to experience God in a new way. So before I start, I want to pray real quick. Uh, dear Lord, I just thank you for giving, us, um, giving me this opportunity to speak in front of people um, virtually and allowing me to uh, just share my heart and my testimony to all who are listening. And I just pray, Lord, that you can speak through me and work through me right now um, as I give my talk. I praise in Jesus' name, Amen. Um, so, one thing you probably don't know about me is I did not grow up in a Christian household, or I didn't grow up going to a Christian school. Um, I didn't grow up learning Bible stories. I didn't grow up singing songs to God or memorizing Bible verses. Uh, I actually grew up going to synagogue. I was Jewish. Um, so I, so I'm probably a lot different from a lot of y'all and my experiences growing up. Um, what that looked like is I would still I went to Sunday school, which I'm sure a lot of you guys have, but I didn't learn any of the Bible stories or any of that. We actually learned a lot about like culture and traditions and we learned a lot about we did learn some Old Testament stories, but they were no more than stories. Like, we learned stories like the Passover story, um, Noah's Ark, um, Jonah and the Whale, stories like that, which I'm sure all of you have heard at least once. Um, But in those stories, we didn't learn about God. We just learned about the story itself. We didn't learn about truths. We didn't learn about who God was or what he did. Um, We did celebrate a lot of holidays. Like I said, the Passover we celebrate the Passover uh, ceremony um, and h- holidays like Rosh Hashanah, which are traditional Jewish holidays. Um, but as I grew up, I eventually started to realize that the synagogue I went to in Judaism wasn't much of a religion, it was more of a culture. I began to lose identity with this Culture in my life, and I eventually stopped going to synagogue. Um, I started to not even believe in a God, and I, the more I let it become less of my identity and my belief, um, the less I even started associating myself with Judaism. Um, But around this time. Um, I began having feelings of worthlessness and valuelessness. Um, I began feeling isolated from my friends, lonely, without a community. And I slowly started feeling my life starting to almost fall apart. My grades in school weren't the best, and I was just struggling to get through the days. Um, But around this time in high school, uh, something really cool actually happened one of my friends invited me to this thing called breakfast club that he was starting up um, I thought it was just gonna be a club at my school in Northview that I went to but it turns out it was actually a club from the youth ministry he went to at church so the first time I went there I actually met one of the leaders at the church and I had no idea who he was at the time I even thought he was just a teacher at my school Um but from that I was able to meet him he was um, a very I remember meeting him he was a very loud guy and um, he was very energetic uh, and he was even from South Africa which I thought was really cool um, and his name uh, was T and he's a really really big part of my story that I'm about to share with you guys And I'm really excited to share that um, but I remember I continued going to breakfast club throughout the weeks because I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed going there before school and having community and having a place where people could love on me and I could just experience that love. And as I kept going, um, Tegan invited me one morning to get coffee with him. And I thought it was just a place where you know we could go and. He could learn learn about me more, and we could, you know, build um, in our relationship. But it was actually so much more than that. He actually started asking me about what I believed in as a Jew and what I um, put my faith in. And he asked me all these questions that I honestly couldn't even answer because I wasn't even sure for myself what the Jewish faith said about it. And After I left this conversation, I was, I honestly really liked it, and I was really almost encouraged to go and kind of like figure out more for myself what is the truth that is this world that we live in, so I started meeting up with Tegan more, and we started getting coffee, and over these coffee talks, we were able to or I was able to ask questions and cast my doubts on the Christian faith, on God, on all of my questions like I asked questions like, How can there be hurt in the world if there's a God who loves us? Or ask questions like, How can God be there but no one can see him? And to my surprise, each and every question I answered or I asked was able to be answered through the Christian uh, perspective. And that planted a seed in my heart that allowed me to, to go and see for myself what is this Christian faith that he's talking about. I remember around this time, I went to my very first high school youth event and I was able to go and meet a bunch of high schoolers from around the area who Um, Go to church who believe in Jesus. And it was honestly a very new experience for me, a very almost uncomfortable experience for me because I've never stepped foot in a church before, um, before this moment. And I wasn't even sure what it was like. I remember there was like a talk and there was worship. And I remember standing up for worship and there's people there engaging with God and really just being in his presence and that was so new to me it was almost too real to where i was just uncomfortable um and i remember leaving the service almost feeling discouraged because of my discomfort built up in the service and after this i uh, the next summer, I didn't spend any time in a church. I stopped completely communicating with my friends who invited me, and I almost just let myself do my own thing. I was I was almost scared of going to church and intimidated by the service that I went to. Um, I remember that summer I um, did a lot of uh I experienced a lot of new things for the first time, and some of them were not in a good way. Um, I remember I would um, just do stuff that wasn't healthy for me or that didn't, uh, oh shoot, I, can I, should I keep so going? Start, uh, start back, so a little with uh, that stuff. So all remember right, that song. all right, yeah, okay. Um. Okay. Do okay. Yeah, it's uh, summer. To so, yeah, All right. That entire summer, I didn't even step foot into a church, or talk to anyone, who um, invited me. I remember um, I did a lot of, um, I did a lot of experimenting this summer, and not in good ways. It really affected the way I thought and the way. I looked towards life. It, it, it bolstered my feelings of worthlessness, of purposelessness. Like I even felt purposeless in a world that was telling me I had a hundred different purposes. Um, and from that moment, like I realized there was something more that I needed. There was something more that my soul needed to be sustained because I felt like I experienced new things yet after each time I was left unsatisfied and I felt like I didn't matter so after summer was over I decided to give church and Christianity another chance I decided to meet up with Tegan again um, over coffee like I did previously um, and this time We met and he just shared the gospel to me like he did before when I asked all those questions, but it was different. See, he still shared with me the same God and the same Jesus, and I still had my same doubts and questions, but what was different was this time, my eyes were opened and my heart was softened. See, God was able to work in my heart and show me my need for Jesus. Um, He showed me the truth that my life without Christ would be an unsatisfied life. Um, I could have um, my future wife, my future kids. I could have a wealthy job, amazing accomplishments, and none of that would satisfy me. None of that would leave me, um, it wouldn't leave me satisfied. And I remember at that moment just wanting to be in God's presence and experiencing God. Um, And I remember at that moment I just felt I was being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I, I went home and I prayed I prayed for the first time in my life, for 16 years of my life, and I prayed to a God who I just met, and I prayed that I could grow closer and experience Him more in my life. Um, the next morning when I woke up, I didn't even want to go to school. I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to do anything except be with God and just spend time with Him that day. Um, But what's really cool is later that night, there was a event at the church. And this is an event called the 610, which is based on uh, Matthew 610, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth it is in heaven. For an entire month, uh, the entire youth ministry, and even the the entire church would be praying for one school. They would be praying that God could fill the halls with his presence and that God Could just work in the hearts of students. And the school they were praying for was actually Northview, the school I went to. So I didn't even realize all the prayer that was being prayed for my school and even me in general. And at this event, um, I was given the opportunity to publicly proclaim my faith. And I remember. Um, At this moment, I, after the event, I just, I truly, for the first time, said I want to give my life and my all to Jesus. And this was the beginning of my story of living out my faith. So a huge part of moving forward for me was spending time with God. Uh, I remember the very next day getting my first Bible ever. I've never owned a Bible, I've never touched a Bible. There's never been a Bible in my home. So when I first got my Bible, I didn't know where to start, what to read, what to look for, any of that. And I'm very fortunate, however, to have had someone who has showed me. So right now I'm gonna just tell you guys what I did to experience God through the Word. And through the Bible um, so before I even open the Bible I would pray pray that God would fill me with his spirit that God would reveal to me what I'm reading that God would just guide my heart as I'm reading and once I started reading um, I would see what is standing out what is God trying to tell me in the text maybe he's trying to tell me that I'm a child of God maybe he's trying to tell me that I've been washed clean Um, and then as I as I also read I just say where am I in the story what does this text say about me Um, and then what does the text teach about God Um, because even in the stories in the Bible that may not even mention God, it can say a whole lot about his character. Um, and learning all of this and learning how to read right off the bat impacted my faith significantly. Um, I started reading John as my first book, book in the Bible, um, and it's just all about Jesus, his ministry, his life, his miracles. It's about his death, his resurrection and there's just so many great truths in john that's just the perfect place to start um and then after i would read i would just pray again that the truths god revealed to me in my heart would become apparent in my life if it was about loving better if the truth was about loving people i would pray that god would allow me to love people better um I remember just spending time with God in my room, um, worshiping to Him, listening to worship music, and praising Him. And the sweetest times I ended up spending with God were not the ones on the church retreats, but the ones where it was just me and Him. Um, And in Hebrews 4.12, it says, "'For the Word of God is living and active, "'sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the vision of souls and of spirits, of joints and of marrows, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The Word is what brings change in our hearts that allows us to walk by faith and live out our faith. By this verse alone does God reveal to us that it isn't what we do that changes our hearts, but it's our changed hearts that we do what we do. And I hope what I'm saying to y'all is really encouraging you. So I'm going to give you the next one to two minutes to um, really just spend time thinking. I'm going to give you two questions, um, one of them being, what are you going to do to spend time with God more? Um, how are you going to make that a possibility? And then another one is, how does spending time with God uh, Draw you closer to him. So I want you to go over these questions for the next one to two minutes and just think. Um. Okay. Uh And then. give it five seconds. All right. The second best thing that I, truly help, that I truly believed helped me live out my faith was the... Uh, real quick, let's maybe do like a... Just kind of help them realize they're coming back out of the town. Oh, okay. So maybe, uh, I don't know if you say, hope that was a good time for you or something like that. Right. Oh, okay. Okay, I can do it. All right. I hope you were able to really discuss and figure out for yourself during that time what it is you can do to draw closer to God and spend time with Him. Um, Next, I wanna talk about something else that really helped me live out my faith and make it my own. And this was the community I was brought into. Um, I remember walking into church um, as a new creation in Christ and I would have guys come up to me and greet me and just welcome me and each time I talked with them, I could see that there was something different about them and that their love was different from the love of those at school or at my sports team or whatever it was. And I desired to have the same thing that made them different in me, which was God, which was the Holy Spirit, and this just fueled my fire for more, um, because I, I could see by the way they loved God so much that they, or, oh shoot, I said that wrong. start with that? I could see by the way they Yeah, okay. I could see Sorry,
1: or go, go ahead and be like looking at the
0: Yeah. Camera. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. All right. I could see by the way they acted that they truly loved God um so much and I wanted to love God that much as well. Um and I started getting more involved in the community and really took the time to really took the time to spend with these fellow believers in Christ. And I remember um, having good times with them at church, getting lunch with them, having one-on-ones with them where we would talk about our life, what God was doing in our life. Um, and then I remember we would have bonfires at people's house, houses where we would just allow the Spirit to guide us And we would envision what God had planned for us in the future for our lives. Um, And we can look at Jesus as well and his 12 disciples and that community that they built. Um, Jesus encouraged them, challenged them, loved them. He laid his life down for them. Um, But that community of the 12 didn't stop there. You see, Jesus used the community, so not that it may be exclusive to that, but that they may go that they may go and bring the light of Jesus to others and welcome them in. Um, and we can see in the story where Jesus feeds the five thousand, he first gives the bread to the twelve disciples. Not that they may be the only ones who are fed, but so that they can feed the other 5,000 men who are there. So when I got involved in my community, it was about spending time with the Lord. And it was about being with Him so that we may go out and be with others Um, and making others be welcomed with the love of Christ. so i'm about to ask you a couple questions that about community um, that hopefully will encourage you all but the first one being is what do you desire for your community Um, maybe you want your community to be a prayerful community one that spends a lot of time praying for others for yourselves Um, or maybe you want to be an intentional community where you're always looking for a chance to serve others. And then my next question to you is, how are you gonna make this possible? Um, How are you gonna make the community that you desire a reality? Um, Maybe you're gonna do that through just meeting up with the people and coming up with an action plan. Um, So think over what do you desire for your community, and how are you going to make that a reality over the next couple minutes? Um, so, the time is yours. Okay, I give oh. five seconds, All, right. Bring back, and then All right. All right. All right. All right. I hope you use that time well. Um, and I really hope what I'm saying to you is encouraging you and challenging you to truly. Live out and walk by faith Um, because the truth is God can work in your life the same way he worked in mine and he's actually desiring for you to come right now um, just come to the feet of Jesus and just be with him and spend time with God Um, see I wouldn't even be speaking to you right now if it wasn't for God coming after me first and giving me um, Christ and giving me the Spirit so that I may walk in communion with Him. Um, Remember, we have a privilege to stand in the Lord's presence and spend time with Him, so don't take it for granted. And please, don't ignore um, your relationship with God as He desires it's so much more than you could ever imagine. Um, let me pray. Uh, dear Lord, I thank you for this time you have given me um, to just spill my heart out and what you have done in my life over the past couple of years. And I just pray right now, Lord, that um, whoever it is is watching this or whoever um, heart you have worked in, Lord, I just pray that um, they can just spend more time with you and they can just um, be in your presence lord Um, and i pray that they may have a community in which uh, they can they can eat their bread from you so that they may go and give your bread to others Um, i pray this all in your name jesus amen